This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. Yo, what's up? It's Bo L.A., a.k.a. The Love Ambassador, coming to you straight, live and direct from the Jungle Studios. And now, a very, very special moment for you all. The one and only Mr. Philly is returning from, well, uh, your money's right, Philadelphia himself. What's up, broski? Yo, man. How's it going? Long time. Yeah, good, man. Many moons. mate. In many moons. Many moons. <laughs> Tell you the truth, my laptop didn't go on and I couldn't find the on button. I was like, I haven't used this laptop for so long because I use it for podcasting. How the hell do I turn this freaking thing on again? So in a couple of minutes, I was looking. I was like, oh, oh yeah, there you go, the power button. So I hit the power button. Nada. Dead. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, man, how was, uh, how was how was Philadelphia? How was America, you know? regards to your family and, and, and your mates over there what's what's the feeling in the states these days what's it, the feeling uh it's good i mean it, okay the trip was great we went all over the place you know we went to uh went up to the mountains and the poconos went down to jersey shore uh did like a day around the city it was me and my girlfriend went uh saw family saw friends i mean it was just nice being home with with family and friends again it's been a while since i've been back but uh, hopefully it won't won't be like that again, and I can go back maybe at least once a year uh, going forward. But the feel, like in general, I don't know. You know, like when you have, um, like if you ever have that uh, that crazy relative that comes over and is like always just you know causing a ruckus, but everyone's sort of like, ah, uh, you know, that's life. That's kind of where the U.S. <laughs> is right now. To be honest, it's like everybody everybody knows it's turning to shit. <laughs> but it's sort of like you you just kind of come to terms with it. I don't know. I mean, I haven't, I didn't really get into too many like uh, political debates per se, right? Yeah. That's not really why I was over there. But just from uh, just from the the general feeling of you know how people feel the economy is going and just just the general like the the mood, the attitude is sort of a a acceptance of the buffoonery that is happening and um it's it's like a sad sitcom a little bit you know because it's like well what's joe gonna do today kind of thing it's like oh there he goes again screwing everything up it's just i think the bar is very low now nobody's really expecting anything good uh, i think it's kind of it's kind of come to that in a way that what look? What's fascinating because we've talked about this before, and actually, you met a couple of my mates as well. Like that, that are that are sort of like the hard lefties, right? Yeah. And I kept telling them, like, uh, it being May Day, and shout out to the the workers and everything like that. Aren't you happy? Like, aren't you happy with what's going on? Like, isn't this like your your version of 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 utopia and? What what fascinated me, right, mm. was so many of, of these, I guess what you would call communists or socialists, are like, well, no, because 
the working class people are still getting screwed over. So it's still it's still an elite that's pushing this, and the elite are still winning, even though you as a in Australia liberal voter, right? Yeah. Red liberal voter. Even though you kind of see it as like socialism and communism, we from a hard left still see this as like government, quasi corporate. You know, the workers are still getting are still getting done. Um, so it's it's kind of really fascinating. And 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 leading into how America's going, I was reading a fair bit on mm. uh, this BRICS. So for people that don't know, uh, in international trade. Uh, and in and in a lot of a lot of business and, and 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 like oil, for example, it's in American dollars. So the implications of this is that in theory, the money keeps going into the American economy that can prop it up so they can loan against it and they can run these deficits or whatever. And now you've seen China doing a, a couple of a couple of shipments with one and. Uh, the BRICS, which is Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, trying to use their own currencies like rupee and everything like that. Right? So if you go down the wormhole of YouTube, it's a bit like, oh, it's the end and blah blah blah. What I I watched the I actually watched the um, a, 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 a shares a program that gives advice on shares, right? Because I thought I don't want to go down some random guy telling me I want it to be like a proper finance people and everything explaining it. And what was interesting is that they're not wanting to float the currency. They actually change it for gold. So if the two the two Aframax oil tankers that were paid in one, the Saudi Arabians went to the, I don't know if it's a reserve bank or Shanghai or whatever, and changed it back into gold. So, are you are you? Uh, what's your thoughts on it? Do you do you think that it's going to go back to a gold based currency? Do you think, uh, from an American perspective, that it's it's a huge risk to to the country? What's what's your feelings for it? I, I think there's too many too many things happening at the same time to say where it's going to go. Because on the one hand, sure, you you know you heard Argentina did their their grain dollar whatever the hell it's called grain peso or something right where it's based off of the the soy like backed by say hard uh, a commodity and then of course historically speaking most paper currency was actually backed by some you know commodity like gold and or whatnot i think they at one point in the 60s or 70s in the u.s they floated the idea of using silver but i mean you know you go back to to ancient ancient times and gold and silver was always the sort of the the baseline to do to do business and that kind of kept things under um that kept runaway spending under control because there's only so much gold and silver right like you 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 can't spend a trillion dollars worth of gold if there isn't like if it's not there then you start getting into the whole credit and 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 you can't have like rapid expansion as as we've had previously, which is what everybody wants, right? Everybody always says, "Oh, I want four or five percent growth. I want high GDP." Blah 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 blah. And it look good on paper, and for in order to do that, you need you, you need fiat currency. Just you know, like nothing. It's not really backed by anything. It's just the good faith and credit of whoever is giving it to you that they're saying it is worth something, and that's what people have been using. So, 
I don't know. I think you have this one push from Bricks, which is sort of like we'll control. I don't trust them either, to be honest. I don't. I don't trust any of these people. Uh, I think they're all, you know, at the top. They're all playing for the same team. But the gold silver thing is one way that it, you know, can be controlled. And look, at the end of the day, if especially nowadays with how big the population is, like if everything is based in gold and silver, like you, you could easily have a a situation like what Nixon did, or was it Nixon? I think where he pretty much said you had to surrender your your gold over a certain amount to them, right? Like a like a buyback thing. Um, and governments can do that, but it's just another form of kind of control, I guess, but it's a more fair, fair way. It's just, I don't trust any organized body being the ones to say like, yeah, this is what we're going to be backing it with. Of course, if it's done correctly, then fine, whatever. But then on the other hand, you have like Western country, which is all the central banking digital currency, which is just, you know, I think a very more transparent form of control. So between the two, I would rather have a precious metal backing um, because they are actually, you know, there is inherent value in them and they technically don't. I mean, you know, I buy silver personally because it's way cheaper than gold. And, and, you know, there's a lot of industrial use and it's always been seen as a currency, just historically speaking. So I put some money into silver, um, physical silver. But I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I, I mean, you have to kind of predict what you think the people on the top want, because this is kind of what you're talking about. Your friends, you know, you said you're hardcore lefties who, you know. I, I don't really understand why anybody would sort of play into the confines of, you know, having some, especially people nowadays, like having certain governments in charge. And I, I don't understand the hardcore leftist mentality in the sense that it's just it's it's never worked. And then when you say, oh, I, I want to look out for the workers, it's sort of like, well, well, who are you voting for? What are you doing to help workers? Right. Nothing. You're doing nothing. You just say you're doing something and then you probably vote for somebody who also fucks them over and you pat yourself on the back and act like you're doing a great job. But then well, that's, and that, this goes down environmentalism. This, but no, it goes. It's for everything. Right. Like you just have some people who are bleeding hearts and it goes on the right, too. I'm kind of fed up with both sides. Honestly, I think they're like I told you before, like when Trump ran for office, I loved what he was saying. He got in his four years. Cool. Things got slightly better in the U.S. You know, the the, the attitude, the feeling was better. Um, but he didn't do anything lasting. He didn't put anyone in jail like he said he was going to do. Like, where were all the investigations that were going on? Why didn't he stop insider trading in Congress? Like, there was so much shit that didn't ch- that didn't happen. So to me, like, he's he's just sort of a controlled opposition, right? Like, they make it seem like they don't like him, but actually he's not that bad because he kind of keeps the, say, you have the one far side of the spectrum who kind of hate most of the establishment, and then they see him as anti-establishment, but actually he's pretty much... If he was really anti-establishment, heads would have rolled when he got into office, right? He would have declassified so much shit. He would have put all these people on blast. He would have had, you know, executive orders flying, get justice system going, putting people in prison. None of it happened. None of it happened. Now they're making a big... Go ahead. You just wonder when people get in. Because this is the same, this is, and I think, and I think probably to clarify, uh, because Trump is such a divisive character, there's probably a lot on economics and the quote-unquote empty in the swamp you agree with, but maybe there's some derogative comments that he may not. But I think that this, I think that once you actually get in, uh, you probably find that I don't know. I always imagine they get taken to this kind of room 
and they're like, mate, we've got all your pictures of you doing X, Y, Z. Probably. You got to toe the line, otherwise, you know, you're I finished. Would, I would legitimately think so because I I don't think any country is so independent anymore. I I think there's, I really think there's something in the background. I've always thought this, but I think it's more apparent now than ever that there's something in the background just pulling all the strings. And right now, the the next thing that's probably to be pulled is to pull the rug out of, say, Western-based fiat economies and cause that kind of collapse and just to cause disorder because, you know, disorder is just an easy way to impose some new rules and new control and and, and kind of get what they want. And Look, anybody who's running for president is isn't isn't really you know they're not they're not doing anything, and that's why I don't have any patience for these like e- even the people who are on the right who are saying oh you know Trump is this guy and he's going to change it, and it's no different for me than people on the left who love Bernie Sanders. I'm like you're both you're just both idiots. Like like I, I understand that Trump did pretty good for four years, but none of it was lasting, right? None of it is lasting good. And anybody who can defend any Democrat right now, I'm just completely flabbergasted. The amount of damage they caused in less than four years is incredible to the standing of Western, you know, Western powers that be, um, you know, we're, we're for sure well, not, not where we used them. to be. Not, not just them, like, cons- the, the, the so-called conservatives in the yeah. UK, well, I mean, there's no, they're, they're not your traditional conservatives, which was basis economy, Basis yeah. nuclear family, basis law, you know, it's just like fucking oh, mayhem. I think we're in a very, very interesting, because I was thinking about it, right, there's, there, of all things, there's a rap lyric by Ice Cube, he says, the mind is a terrible thing to waste. And I find now that talking to people, uh, probably like, let's say, four or five years younger than you, no matter what they believe in, like, there's so much anxiety and stress and whatever. And we as a society, we're so insanely divided on, frankly, like stuff that's not implementing your day-to-day, right? So you'll have the left which go, well, uh, the world's going to win because of environmental and it's going to rise 1.5 degrees and it's all going to go to shit. We're all going to die, but it's not going to be within my lifetime. And then you've got the super right, which might be like, oh, I don't know, QAnon. Well, QAnon's like, oh, it's all run by pedos and this, and like they're controlling it, and there's a new world order or whatever. And then you've got the middle ground where it used to be like, they say, passes the pub test in Australia. You know, like bloke down in the pub having a beer that used to be like, blah, blah, blah. We can't even call it bloke now. There's not, this doesn't seem to be any middle ground. And there doesn't seem to be anyone anymore that's trying to kind of bring both opposing views together. I mean, I've tried, you know. It was <laughs> it was a very interesting birthday party I had in January when my my friend who you would say is extreme right started to say, Well, you know, were the Nazis that bad because I was still stuck with the communists. And uh, maybe they should have kept going to stop the communists. And then my uh, other friend, who is a communist, and Oscar, the grandson of an Auschwitz survivor, was also like, dude, what the fuck? And I'm sitting here in my drinks, and I was like, okay, look, usually I can control both sides. But now that they've had booze, they've become like, you know, I'm just, I'm pulling my mind aside. 
I was like, come on, bro. Like, you you know what my family went through against with the Nazis. I know that you believe in the really right side of things in life, right? Can you just, in future birthday parties, shut the fuck up? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, that, but there's, that, there's no middle ground, you know what I mean? Like, that's... That's, that's what they want, an right? Extreme... They want that. Politicians want that. that. That's as close that's as you're going to get because both of them would divide and rule. That's how the British colonise the world, right? Divide and conquer. Yeah, but that's, you know, again, that's what that's what the people on top want because then you can't actually point, point fingers at people, right? Because now instead of saying, well, hey, you know, why is the quality of life fallen in, in like, let's say in the US, right? Like, how, why have things gotten so bad from, say, the 60s till to to now like what happened we were on top of the world you know american dream white picket fence blah 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 you know now the foreclosures are coming back you know people can't afford our house why what happened and you know what they want you to do is be like oh i'm on a right it's the left's fault they come in they mess everything up we got to clean it up and then the people on the left say no it's the right's fault da, 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 da. they did all this and now we got to clean it up at the end of the day though who are the people making all the decisions it, it right left it doesn't matter man it's it's these same exact people just... always there and and somehow people are just so into because i understand right like you see like people people love being on teams right they love to be team a v team b they love that kind of stuff and they're just so distracted and they have everyone so busy pointing their finger at each other right saying oh well the environment is this no the environment is this but then you have these people making millions and millions of dollars like this whole environmental thing nope you know, nobody's saying the environment's not important, right? But then you you they take it to such an extreme where exactly like you were saying, it's a world-ending catastrophe now. So if you don't agree with it, you think of the you know, oh, you're you want the world to end. Like there's you're no, a Nazi. Yeah, it's no, literally gone. you're you're a Nazi if you don't believe in it. Yeah. So now what like that's what they want. They don't want any kind of middle ground because once once you get a middle ground and you have people starting to say like, oh, I see where you come from or, yeah, okay, let's maybe do like a, a, a targeted, you know, greening of our environment rather than having these crazy people saying the world's going to end in five years, which we heard since like 2001, right? Everythinging's fine, but whatever. Oh, mate, I've got a friend in Perth. He said that, you know, he, even in the 80s, it was going to be, what oh, was yeah. it? Global freeze or something. Yeah, before I was born, I saw those old articles. Like, there's always going on, but now it's finally taken root. Now, but you know, who benefits from this? Actually, it. right? Who benefits from this? Do the do the rolling blackouts benefit anybody? Do that? Does that benefit the working class? Because the stupid environmental wind power, solar power can't keep up. No, it's more expensive. Does that benefit anybody? Only the people selling it. To, mo- right. to mine the commodities yeah. to make the EVs is just horrific. It's just, horrific. Lithium is horrific. Like that gets into the that gets into the waterways and like yeah. takes the shit out of everything. They've distracted but you also, from the follow the money to now saving the world, right? And it, it's just. Uh, yeah. it, but also, it's, it's interesting is let's add another layer on it to deviate for a second. AI. So now, because I've been talking, I was talking to my friend, right, she's in mid twenties, and she's like, "Oh, technology's got a stranglehold on us now with this AI." And I was watching this thing in China where each kid wears like a monitoring thing. Everything they do is seen through like registration and 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 whatever, and mm-hmm. 
and it's to upload all the information into the server to create AI. So it becomes a very interesting thing because, all right, so we've discussed finance. We've discussed how the society is divided. We've discussed those people ruling it. Now you've got AI in place. It's basically putting on steroids each side. And, and what no one's actually addressing is it comes back to what I was saying. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. Our brain is so complex and so powerful that when you read neurosurgery books, they still don't fully comprehend it, right? And people are just throwing it away to technology instead of using cognitive and asking questions and whatever. Now, am I saying you need to go challenge the order and get yourself bumped off? No. But if someone says to you, okay, we're going to have just solar panels and just sun, and you live in a country where it's dark for four months of the year, maybe you should start to think that you need some alternative for power. And if you go, I need wind, and there's not much wind where you fucking live, maybe you think, oh, okay, what's the backup? Then you go, all right, well, I don't want coal because of the carbon emissions, gas. What's the other alternatives? But as soon as you take your cognitive mind thinking away in that example and go, I'll ask the chat box, GBT, I'll ask AI, and AI will just tell me exactly what it needs to do, then your brain no longer thinks, and bam. There was a fascinating article in The Economist, right, about mm -hmm. how civilization was based on its ability to write, to think, to yeah. send love letters, to debate, to express religion, to speak, to think. And now once you take that away, then you can see the so-and-so, quote-unquote, collapse of civilization. Well, that's why you always had the, there's always those renaissance periods after collapse, right? Where people started embracing the arts and the sciences and history again and literature and but yeah i mean look ai to me is just another form of form of control like this chat gpt and all this stuff i think i already read something that china's going to be you know anybody who develops ai has to get it cleared through their through their review system and they can decide what results will come up or what the ai can say and that's that's what it's going to be right you're going to have everyone so excited about this and it's going to it's just going to be a more convenient Google search where you only get results that they want you to have. And you're just going to believe it unquestioningly, right? That's what's going to happen to the young, the younger, younger gen. I still think the gen before the millennial, like was it Gen Z or whatever, they're still, they're still okay. But the younger generation, if they're really exposed to this and they're growing up through elementary school using this system, it's just going to become something that from a young age, they're always going to think that this is the correct, this is the correct, this is where I get my information from. If this, if, if this tells me what it is, this is the truth. And remember when you're in school, you're not, you know, school nowadays isn't really, you're not encouraged to challenge the, to challenge. Not the, indoctrination. The, yeah. So you're going to be bred from a young age. You got to get a good grade, right? Cause everything's basis grades. It's not basis you know if there's another i mean a grade is a metric but it's the most important metric in most schools and if you get the best grade by using this particular software which is what it's probably going to be and that's how you get a's and you get congratulated because you're little oh good job you got the answer right oh okay well this always gives me the right answer and look how great i do because i use this that's where it's going to be and then you're going to have i think the youngest gen is probably the, the most 
at risk unless parents, you know, step up, which there are some, it's, I think it's very rocky right now. I don't know. Cause I think they push the envelope. They being the, the powers that be who want to do this, I don't know, technocratic utopian society that they've dreamt up. Uh, they've pushed the envelope a little bit too much. And I think there's a lot of ticked off people and you can't too quickly. Yes. You can't tick off the, say the, the greater amount, right? Like just between what they did during COVID. I mean, you see the people doing 180s on COVID now, right? You just see Trudeau from Canada. Oh, no, I never forced nothing. anybody to do it. No, we let everyone take. Yeah, he said. He said this. I didn't shut down the bank accounts of thousands yeah. of people yeah. and all that. All that. So that wasn't me. So yeah, exactly. So the fact that you see now you have Fauci coming out. Oh, we can't play the blame game now. I mean, come on, guys. It's like okay, they're backpedaling a bit. I think they realized that okay, they went a little bit too hard with all of this COVID mandating. And then with what's happening in education, because remember, that was probably one of the the side effects that maybe they weren't expecting from COVID was that parents actually paid attention, at least in the U.S. Well, they saw what their kids know, were learning. Like, exactly. Parents didn't know. They found and, out. They, they, they thought they were going to learn algebra and English and they were sat down and then they're like, what? What the heck's going on? Yeah. Now, OK, so you can some people agree yeah. with it, but. There's nothing wrong with a person being a Christian and identifying in Christian mm. values or Muslim or Orthodox no, Jew not. and looking at it and saying, you know what, like this fundamentally goes against my beliefs that I, in a democracy, in a freaking democracy, have the right to believe in. Yep. But it's, it's, it's changing me. So, well, you know, they had in, uh, in Victoria, right? We had the mm. longest lockdowns bar China, I guess, but technically the longest lockdowns in the world for the city, right? It came out after two years of Freedom of Information Act. There's not some conspiracy shit. This is literally people took the government to court through the legal system to get it published under Freedom of Information what actually occurred. It turns out that they spent, the Victoria government spent $2 million on marketing to call people up and monitor them, email them or whatever to say, okay, well, if we use lockdown, how much fear does that put in? If we use this word, what happens? So they were they were they were mm. manipulating the public through words, through speeches. How often do I do presentations? What do I say? How can I oh well the more fear that we install, the more we can control them. Kids will fucking kill themselves. I'm not saying that lockdown at the start was bad. I still, to this day, we can agree to disagree. I think if you didn't know what it was, then so be it, right? But the fact that you're manipulating people through marketing services, and then when you ask people, they're like, oh, well, well, they needed to do that to protect the hospitals. Excuse me? <laughs> like, they did not need a marketing company to protect the fucking hospitals, which were fucked anyway. That's, I don't know, bro. And now we've lost two to three years of our life, yep. right? Yeah. So for me, it's the middle of my life where I'm supposed to be finding someone to settle and start a family and everything like that. So I'm three years behind. For you, you've lost a, a period of your life where you and your partner can go and explore and do whatever. And you're not, you know, you're not having to worry about your mortgage and lives and commitments and everything like that. So you've lost your prime years in, in, Parting sense for lack of better expression or exploration mm. or whatever it is. Yeah. And then these young kids, like, 
I read it. Sorry to talk your head off. I read this really interesting article. So children have massive speech impediments now and massive problems. I actually said it to some of my friends' kids, right? Yeah. Because people were wearing masks for two years and essentially babies lip read to learn how to speak. So now they've noticed that basically this whole generation of kids yeah. have huge speech problems. I read about that. And also yeah. I was talking to a, a mutual friend of ours, I'll tell you offline who the guy was, but a mutual buddy of ours, and he was saying that he's like, I think she's like six or seven-year-old daughter, how she's really shy because because the age of, let's say, two to five or three to six, she just like a couple of years, she just didn't see anyone. So she's not used to being around people. So she really struggles around crowds and everything like that. Mate, I'm yeah. telling you, man, it's... it's it, no, it, they did, they did lasting damage. The sun comes down, but, but, but just locking up people for that long is going to have massive implications. I, I I don't want to get too much on the COVID rant again, but it's very clear now that there's no defense for what they did for anything, any of the vaccines, nothing. There's no defense for what they did. Uh, the fact that they still refuse to admit about the natural immunity, they still refuse to admit. Actually, they said one of the things that could have made things worse was they they found that vitamin D was a huge help in combating it, but you weren't allowed outside. So you were stuck inside, but you couldn't go out and get any sun. You weren't allowed to go out. Right? Like they put you in a situation which actually made it like made it worse. Um, so no, there's no, there's no. Def- I mean, it was clearly just them fucking around. Uh, and I mean, again, I think it was two pronged. One, they wanted to make a lot of money, which they did. And two, they wanted to see how much they could push people, which is exactly what they did. But I think they maybe pushed a little bit too far, like I was saying. And I think now the the trust, at least in the U.S., I can tell, like the trust isn't there anymore at all. Like the 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 loss of trust in the government is massive. Which is obviously not very helpful to them, uh, for them wanting to implement different, different things. But I think it'll be interesting to see how how everything progresses over that's, time because it's America, just America, yeah. America, America has a history of of uh, mistrust of uh, government and in, in I wouldn't say institutions and you know like. Because of your the revolution that you had, and you know the 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 right your right to bear arms and everything like that, um. So there was always that kind of underlying mistrust, but in Australia, it, it was always there, uh, and it's still there. It's still there. It's still one hundred percent trust in the government. The, the the people that that don't uh, are considered to be like. You'd call them rednecks in America, or you'd call yeah. them what? Bogans. I guess conspiracy theorists, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I, look, again, you point point me to a government that, that isn't corrupt and does right by their people, and I'll applaud it. Other than maybe like Liechtenstein and shit, where the only people living there are rich ass motherfuckers anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, that you really don't, there's, they're all shitty. Now you might get a le- a little less level of shit than you know somewhere else, or a greater less level of shit than than somewhere else. But at the end of the day, it's all it's all shit. They're all assholes. Um, I mean, why would you? Well, there's like, no, you know, why no would improvement. You like you exactly. There's exactly. There's no improvement. Like, how can you sit and say you know, hey, things are so great? 
Are they better than they were 15 years ago? Probably not. So how can you sit there and trust, you know, that they have your best interest at heart and then see what your politicians are doing? This is, this is again, this is what I mean. Like you get into these conversations with people, but, but, you know, people seem to think that the way you change, and the thing that I'm upset about is I don't really, I also don't really know how to, how it's going to change. And I'm worried that it could be not a pleasant reaction. It's going to happen. Like you see what's happening in France right now, right? These crazy riots and protests are breaking into banks. They've broken into the stock market. A lot of even small towns, communities, they're like rioting like crazy because they're so pissed off with all these new laws. I never want to see anything get that Pension, way. isn't it? Or is it something else? No, I know that, that, I wanted to that, kicked, that kicked it off, man. And then after that started it, I think people just started losing it. And they just, yeah, I mean, they don't really put it in the news because I don't think, you know, I mean, you could just search it up. There's videos, you know, you go on different threads on, massive. on, on Reddit. It's massive. But they don't talk yeah. about it because what they're doing is technically, and I don't approve of it, but that's what those people fear the most, right? All these politicians and bankers and shit, they're all working hand in hand. They're all jerking each other off. Everybody else gets fucked. And, uh, you know, some places they get really fucked. Like if you look in some African countries where they completely fuck the locals, they get, they really fill their own pockets and they bail, which is, you know, really, really shit. Then you have, you know, other places in the U.S. We have the same, really almost the same as some places in Africa where it's so blatantly corrupt. But you see the politicians are all living like kings and they leave and go to a different state where it's better. And then you have places maybe like Aussie or other places in the U.S. or Europe where it was a nice, slow, gradual decline of your standard of living. To the point where is everybody likes to make fun of it, but the, the Klaus Schwab man, you will own nothing and be happy. And that's the way it's going, right? You have less spending power, less buying power. They're making it more difficult to get loans now. I mean, it's just everything. You're saving the environment, mate. You're saving the environment, bro. Exactly. They just find a way. And then they're trying to do it in a way, market it in a way where you're going to be so happy having less because you're doing it for the benefit of, you know, the world. And then they're them at the top are all going to be laughing at it. A bunch of friggin' idiots. And they don't, they don't care. And I don't really know. I, wonder, this, I just wonder yeah. where it ends because because I I just I just hate I, you know as someone that as someone that kind of grew up before iPhones and social media and whilst I was kind of a teenager you know like still yeah. it's a large party lot right the last couple of years I, I honestly brother I'm just waiting for someone to shake me and say it's been a dream because. Look, we're living in a society and there's this beautiful world. It's like, it's so incredible. Everything about it. You can walk down the botanical garden, you can sit down the beach, you can converse with friends, you can hug and kiss yeah. and travel and whatever it is. But the day to day, it's just this constant, constant inundation of just this antagonistic rivalries. Yeah. And and it sort of feels like, like damn, do we if we if we live the average life of if I live the average life of let's say mid eighties as as an Australian male or whatever it is, so what for the next fifty years of my life every day that's just to go on, even if you turn it off the news, people when you talk to them still raise it. It's like I don't think it'll go on that long. 
I think there's going to be a there pretty... has to be a pushback, and I'm worried that the pushback will be a, another extreme of like, dare I say, like a fascism or something of that sort. Yeah, it, it, it that's could what be. I'm really worried about. I'm 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 actually petrified yeah. that this is a repeat of like what happened 100 years ago, World War Two. Yeah, pendulum. It went one way so hard. I guess we only got three minutes left, but I, I there's a really good video on YouTube, and I'll, I'll, I have to find the, I have to forget the name of it, but actually it's discussing this about what he think that this guy kind of goes through history and what he thinks going to happen, and he makes a very good point that we're we've sort of gone one direction, and then he 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 raises the point of young men in Western civilization have been, you know, like if you're a young guy now, like it really sucks. Like you, apparently you're, it's your fault for everything. You're supposed to, you know, get out of the way for other people who, especially straight toxic. men, right? Like, toxic. Toxic. yeah. So you're going to have a whole group, a whole demographic of actually, you know, the people who kind of built or were sort of the lifeblood of civilization historically were the young men. They're going to feel so out of place and hate the system. And when you have that much pent up, say testosterone or whatnot, and you can say it's toxic or whatnot. It's not toxic. It's just, it's been, it's been repressed so heavily. And then they've made to be feel so useless that it's, it, it could come out in a, in a poor fashion and it's their fault. It's not the young men's fault. It's the fault of society letting it get to this point. Uh, in the sense of, you know, people feel so hopeless um, and nobody wants to do anything to fix it. Equality is important, but it also has to be managed that you don't have the repercussions of a powder kick. Yeah, and, which and, is, and I think, where we're going now. Uh, and, it's, and, and 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 pe- people think it'll just be some white blokes. It's not just going to be some white blokes. It's going to be pe- men of all ethnicities and religions oh, yeah. or whatever that just identify yeah. as being hetero that are just inundated from birth that they're, you know, they're shit. So anyway, it's a minute left. I'll, I'll leave it to you for your final thoughts, mate. Not, not, not much. I'll have to get that video and I'll, I'll send it. It's only an hour long and I'll, I'll give a shout out next, next podcast for the, for the title. Cause it was very well done, but um, not, I mean, really right now it's, I think we're in a, we're living in a very interesting time and it's very, I mean, I'm actually enjoying watching everything play out just to see what's going to happen with the financial sector, socioeconomic, social. I mean, it's just interesting to see, but I mean, obviously we hope that it'll be, a chill. Just listen transition. to Riga, just listen to Riga and have fun team. Whoop whoop. True. Oh, Rocky, I'll speak to you next week, man. All right, man. Take it easy. Hoo ha! Hoo ha, baby! See you, man. Bye.